Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today's the 16th day of December. Welcome, everybody. So good to be here with you. We are rounding out this week with another brand new book of the Bible, Ephesians, reading Ephesians chapters 1 through 6 today. And it's the last day in the voice translation before we start a new translation. Let's jump in. Ephesians chapter 1. Paul, an emissary of Jesus the Anointed, directly commissioned as his representative by the will of God to the saints in Ephesus, faithful in Jesus the Anointed. May God the Father and the Lord Jesus the Anointed surround you with grace and peace. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus the Anointed One, who grants us every spiritual blessing in these heavenly realms where we live in the anointed, not because of anything we have done, but because of what He has done for us. God chose us to be in a relationship with Him even before He laid out plans for this world. He wanted us to live holy lives characterized by love, free from sin, and blameless before Him. He destined us to be adopted as His children through the covenant Jesus the Anointed inaugurated in His sacrificial life. This was His pleasure and His will for us. Ultimately, God is the one worthy of praise for showing us His grace. He is merciful and marvelous, freely giving us these gifts in His Beloved. Visualize this, His blood freely flowing down the cross, setting us free. We are forgiven for our sinful ways by the richness of His grace, which He has poured all over us. With all wisdom and insight, He has enlightened us to the great mystery at the center of His will. With immense pleasure, He laid out His intentions through Jesus, a plan that will climax when the time is right as He returns to create order and unity, both in heaven and on earth, when all things are brought together under the anointed's royal rule. In Him we stand to inherit even more. As His heirs, we are predestined to play a key role in His unfolding purpose that is energizing everything to conform to His will. As a result, we, the first to place our hope in the Anointed One, will live in a way to bring Him glory and praise. Because you too have heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and because you believed in the One who is truth, your lives are marked with His seal. This is none other than the Holy Spirit, who is promised as the guarantee toward the inheritance we are to receive when He frees and rescues all who belong to Him. To God be all praise and glory. This is why, when I heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus that is present in your community and of your great love for all God's people, I haven't stopped thanking Him for you. I am continually speaking to Him on your behalf in my prayers. Here's what I say. God of our Lord Jesus the Anointed, Father of glory, I call out to you on behalf of your people. Give them minds ready to receive wisdom and revelation so they will truly know you. Open the eyes of their hearts and let the light of your truth flood in. Shine your light on the hope you are calling them to embrace. Reveal to them the glorious riches you are preparing as their inheritance. Let them see the full extent of your power that is at work in those of us who believe, and may it be done according to your might and power. Friends, 
It is this same might and resurrection power that he used in the Anointed One to raise him from the dead and to position him at his right hand in heaven. There is nothing over him. He's above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, over every name invoked, over every title bestowed in this age and the next. God has placed all things beneath his feet and anointed him as the head over all things for his church. This church is his body, the fullness of the one who fills all in all. As for you, don't you remember how you used to just exist? Corpses, dead in life, buried by transgressions, wandering the course of this perverse world. You were the offspring of the prince of the power of air. Oh, how he owned you, just as he still controls those living in disobedience. I'm not talking about the outsiders alone. We were all guilty of falling headlong for the persuasive passions of this world. We all have had our fill of indulging the flesh and mind, obeying impulses to follow perverse thoughts motivated by dark powers. As a result, our natural inclinations led us to be children of wrath, just like the rest of humankind. But God, with the unfathomable richness of his love and mercy, focused on us, united us with the Anointed One, and infused our lifeless souls with life, even though we were buried under mountains of sin and saved us by his grace. He raised us up with him and seated us in the heavenly realms with our beloved Jesus, the Anointed, the Liberating King. He did this for a reason so that for all eternity, we will stand as a living testimony to the incredible riches of his grace and kindness that he freely gives to us by uniting us with Jesus, the Anointed. For it's by God's grace that you have been saved. You receive it through faith. It was not our plan or our effort. It is God's gift, pure and simple. You didn't earn it. Not one of us did. So don't go around bragging that you must have done something amazing. For we are the product of his hand, heaven's poetry etched on lives created in the anointed Jesus to accomplish the good works God arranged long ago. So never forget how you used to be. Those of you born as outsiders to Israel were outcasts, branded the uncircumcised by those who bore the sign of the covenant in their flesh, a sign made with human hands. You had absolutely no connection to the anointed. You were strangers, separated from God's people. You were aliens to the covenant they had with God. You were hopelessly stranded without God in a fractured world. But now, because of Jesus the Anointed and his sacrifice, all of that has changed. God gathered you who were so far away and brought you near to him by the royal blood of the Anointed, our liberating King. He is the embodiment of our peace, sent once and for all to take down the great barrier of hatred and hostility that has divided us so that we can be one. He offered his body on the sacrificial altar to bring an end to the law's ordinances and dictations that separated Jews from the outside nation. His desire was to create in his body one new humanity from the two opposing groups, thus creating peace. Effectively, the cross becomes God's means to kill off the hostility once and for all, so that he is able to reconcile them both to God in this one new body. The great preacher of peace and love came for you, and his voice found those of you who were near 
and those who are far away. By him both have access to the Father in one spirit, and so you are no longer called outcasts and wanderers, but citizens with God's people, members of God's holy family, and residents of his household. You are being built on a solid foundation, the message of the prophets and the voices of God's chosen emissaries with Jesus, the anointed himself, the precious cornerstone. The building is joined together stone by stone, all of us chosen and sealed in him, rising up to become a holy temple in the Lord. In him you are being built together, creating a sacred dwelling place among you where God can live in the spirit. All this is exactly why I, Paul, am a prisoner of Jesus the Anointed, his representative to the outside nations. You have heard, haven't you, how God appointed me to bring you his message of grace, and how the mystery was made known to me in a revelation? I briefly wrote about it earlier. When you read what I have written, you will be better able to understand the depth of my insight into the mystery of the Anointed One, a mystery that has never before been shown to past generations. Only now are these secrets being revealed to God's chosen emissaries and prophets through the Holy Spirit. Specifically, the mystery is this, by trusting in the good news, the Gentile outsiders are becoming fully enfranchised members of the same body, heirs alongside Israel, and beneficiaries of the promise that has been fulfilled through Jesus the Anointed. I became a servant and preacher of this gospel by the gift of God's grace as he exercised his amazing power over me. I cannot think of anyone more unworthy to this cause than I, the least of the least of the saints. But here I am, a grace-made man, privileged to be an echo of his voice and a preacher to all the nations of the riches of the Anointed One, riches that no one ever imagined. I am privileged to enlighten all of Adam's descendants to the mystery concealed from previous ages by God, the Creator of all through Jesus the Anointed. Here's his objective. Through the Church, he intends now to make known his infinite and boundless wisdom to all rulers and authorities in heavenly realms. This has been his plan from the beginning, one that he has now accomplished through the Anointed One, Jesus our Lord. His faithfulness to God has made it possible for us to have the courage we need and the ability to approach the Father confidently. So I ask you not to become discouraged because I am jailed for speaking out on your behalf. In fact, my suffering is something that brings you glory. It is for this reason that I bow my knees before the Father, after whom all families in heaven above and on earth below receive their names and pray, Father, out of your honorable and glorious riches, strengthen your people. Fill their souls with the power of your spirit so that through faith, the anointed one will reside in their hearts. May love be the rich soil where their lives take root. May it be the bedrock where their lives are founded so that together with all of your people, they will have the power to understand that the love of the anointed is infinitely long, wide, high, and deep surpassing everything anyone previously experienced. God, may your fullness flood through their entire beings. Now to the God, who can do so many awe-inspiring things, immeasurable things, things greater than we ever could ask or imagine through the power at work in us, to him be all glory in the church and in Jesus the anointed from this generation to the next forever and ever. Amen. As a prisoner of the Lord, I urge you 
Live a life that is worthy of the calling He has graciously extended to you. Be humble, be gentle, be patient, tolerate one another in an atmosphere thick with love. Make every effort to preserve the unity the Spirit has already created, with peace binding you together. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were all called to pursue one hope. There is one Lord Jesus, one living faith, one ceremonial washing through baptism, and one God, the Father over all who is above all, through all, and in all. This God has given to each of us grace and full measure according to the anointed's gift, as the scripture says. When he ascended to the heights, he put captivity in chains, and in his triumph he gave gifts to the people. Well, when it says he ascended, then that must mean that he had ascended earlier to the lower levels, that is, to the earth. The one who descended is the same one who rose from the dead to ascend far above all the heavens so that he could fill all things. It was the risen one who handed down to us such gifted leaders, some emissaries, some prophets, some evangelists, as well as some pastor teachers, so that God's people would be thoroughly equipped to minister and build up the body of the Anointed One. These ministries will continue until we are unified in faith and filled with the knowledge of the Son of God, until we stand mature in His teachings and fully formed in the likeness of the Anointed, our liberating King. Then we will no longer be like children tossed around here and there upon ocean waves, picked up by every gust of religious teaching spoken by liars or swindlers or deceivers. Instead, by truth spoken in love, we are to grow in every way into him, the anointed one, the head. He joins and holds together the whole body with its ligaments, providing the support needed, so each part works to its proper design to form a healthy, growing, and mature body that builds itself up in love. Therefore, as a witness of the Lord, I insist on this that you no longer walk in the outsider's ways with minds devoted to worthless pursuits. They are blind to true understanding. They are strangers and aliens to the kind of life God has for them because they live in ignorance and immorality and because their hearts are cold, hard stones. And now since they've lost all natural feelings, they have given themselves over to sensual, greedy, and reckless living. They stop at nothing to satisfy their impure appetites, but this is not the path of the Anointed One, which you have learned. If you have heard Jesus and have been taught by Him according to the truth that is in Him, then you know how to take off your former way of life, your crumpled old self, that dark blood of a soul corrupted by deceitful desire and lust, to take a fresh breath and to let God renew your attitude and spirit. Then you are ready to put on your new self modeled after the very likeness of God, truthful, righteous, and holy. So put away your lies and speak the truth to one another because we are all part of one another. When you are angry, don't let it carry you into sin. Don't let the sun set with anger in your heart or give the devil room to work. If you have been stealing, stop. Thieves must go to work like everyone else and work honestly with their hands so that they can share with anyone who has a need. Don't let even one rotten word seep out of your mouths. Instead, offer only fresh words that build others up when they need it most. That way your good words will communicate grace to those who hear them. It's time to stop bringing grief to God's Holy Spirit. 
You have been sealed with the Spirit, marked as his own for the day of rescue. Banish bitterness, rage, and anger, shouting and slander, and to any and to all malicious thoughts, these are poison. Instead, be kind and compassionate. Graciously forgive one another, just as God has forgiven you through the anointed, our liberating King. So imitate God, follow Him like adored children, and live in love as the Anointed One loved you so much that He gave Himself as a fragrant sacrifice, pleasing God. Listen, don't let any kind of immorality be breathed among you. Any demoralizing behaviors, perverse sexual acts, uncleanliness, greediness, and the like are inappropriate topics of conversation for those set apart as God's people. Don't swear or spurt nonsense. Don't make harsh jokes or clown around. Make proper use of your words and offer them thankfully in praise. This is what we know for certain. No one who engages in loose sex, impure actions, and greed, which is just a form of idolatry, has any inheritance in the kingdom of God and His anointed. Don't be fooled by people whose sentences are compounded with useless words, empty words, They just show they are empty souls. For in his wrath, God will judge all the children of disobedience for these kinds of sins. So don't be persuaded into their ignorance and don't cast your lot with them because although you were once the personification of darkness, you are now light in the Lord. So act like children of the light. For the fruit of the light is all that is good, right, and true. Make it your aim to learn what pleases our Lord. Don't get involved with the fruitless works of darkness. Instead, expose them to the light of God. You see, it's a disgrace to speak of their secrets, so don't even talk about what they do when no one is looking. When the light shines, it exposes even the dark and shadowy things and turns them into pure reflections of light. This is why they sing, Awake, you sleeper, rise from your grave, and the Anointed One will shine on you. So be careful how you live. Be mindful of your steps. Don't run around like idiots as the rest of the world does. Instead, walk as the wise. Make the most of every living and breathing moment because these are evil times. So understand and be confident in God's will. And don't live thoughtlessly. Don't drink wine excessively. The drunken path is a reckless path. It leads nowhere. Instead, let God fill you with the Holy Spirit. When you are filled with the Spirit, you are empowered to speak to each other in the soulful words of pious songs, hymns, and spiritual songs, to sing and make music with your hearts attuned to God and to give thanks to God the Father every day through the name of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed for all He has done. And the Spirit makes it possible to submit humbly to one another out of respect for the Anointed. Wives, it should be no different with your husbands. Submit to them as you do the Lord, for God has given husbands a sacred duty to lead as the anointed leads the church and serves as the head. The church is his body. He is her savior. So wives should submit to their husbands respectfully in all things, just as the church yields to the anointed one. Husbands, you must love your wives so deeply, purely, and sacrificially that we can understand it only when we compare it to the love the anointed one has for his bride, the church. We know he gave himself up completely to make her his own, washing her clean of all her impurity with water and the powerful presence of his word. He has given himself so that he can present the church as his radiant bride, unstained, 
unwrinkled and unblemished, completely free from all impurity, holy and innocent before him. So husbands should care for their wives as if their lives depended on it, the same way they care for their own bodies. As you love her, you ultimately are loving part of yourself. Remember, you are one flesh. No one really hates his own body. He takes care to feed and love it, just as the anointed takes care of his church, because we are living members of his body. And this is the reason a man leaves his father and his mother and is united with his wife. The two come together as one flesh. There is a great mystery reflected in this scripture, and I say that it has to do with the marriage of the anointed one and the church. Nevertheless, each husband is to love and protect his own wife as if she were his very heart, and each wife is to respect her own husband. Now to you, children, obey your parents in the Lord because this is right in God's eyes. This is the first commandment unto which he added a promise. Honor your father and your mother, and if you do, you will live long and well in this land. And fathers, do not drive your children mad, but nurture them in the discipline and teaching that come from the Lord. Slaves, respect and fear your earthly masters. Obey and serve them with the same sincerity of heart as you serve the anointed one. Don't put on a show just because they are looking as if you were a people pleaser. But as a slave of the anointed, do the will of God from your heart. Serve them in good faith as if you were serving the Lord, not men, because all good deeds are gifted back from the Lord, and they are yours whether you are a slave or not. Masters, hear this. Act in kind to your slaves. Stop terrorizing and threatening them. Don't forget that you have a master in heaven who does not take sides or pick favorites. Finally, brothers and sisters, draw your strength and might from God. Put on the full armor of God to protect yourselves from the devil and his evil schemes. We are not waging war against enemies of flesh and blood alone. No, this fight is against tyrants, against authorities, against supernatural powers and demon princes that slither in the darkness of this world and against wicked spiritual armies that lurk about in heavenly places. And this is why you need to be head to toe in the full armor of God. So you can resist during these evil days and be fully prepared to hold your ground. Yes, stand truth banded around your waist, righteousness as your chest plate, and feet protected in preparation to proclaim the good news of peace. Don't forget to raise the shield of faith above all else, so you will be able to extinguish flaming spears hurled at you from the wicked one. Take also the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray always, pray in the Spirit, pray about everything in every way you know how. And keeping all this in mind, pray on behalf of God's people. Keep on praying feverishly and be on the lookout until evil has been stayed. And please pray for me, pray that truth will be with me before I even open my mouth. Ask the Spirit to guide me while I boldly defend the mystery that is the good news, for which I am an ambassador in chains. So pray that I can bravely pronounce the truth as I should do. I am sending you to Tychicus, my dear brother and faithful minister in the Lord. He will tell you everything that has been going on here with me, so you will know how I am and what I am doing. He's coming with news that will hopefully comfort your hearts. Brothers and sisters, let me leave you with a blessing. May peace and love with faith be yours from God the Father and the Lord Jesus the Anointed. 
May his grace surround all who love our Lord Jesus, the anointed, with a never-ending love. Father, we thank you for your word today. Thank you for this time that we've been here together. Thank you for the nourishment of food through your word that feeds us. It is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Illuminate our path. And may the darkness be exposed by the truth, the truth of your word, the truth of who you are. Lead us into all truth, I pray. I pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for letting me be a part of your week here together as we have centered ourselves around the scriptures. We'll turn the page together, start a brand new week. And I look forward to it. Until then, I'm Jill. Love one another. Hey, DABC. This is In the Vine from Indiana. And I'm calling in today just to introduce myself. I've been listening to the DAB uh, for quite a while now. Maybe not quite a while, but just a while. Um, And I really like it. And I realized that I want a little more God. So I'm going to join the DABC. Today is December 14th, 2023. There is not too many days left until 2024. Um, and yeah, so hey, hello. Um, you know, if you guys scoot over as, uh, as I sit down around the campfire and we just, we learn about God together. Also, uh, Victoria Soldier, it was awesome to hear your voice on the DABC this morning. Uh, it's great to hear you, sister. Hope you're doing well. Hope the family's doing well. Hopefully the, all, all the family's doing well. All right, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Bye, I love it.